Hi, Amy. Uh, this is kind of inspired by uh, your letters between you and Sylvia, uh, which I haven't had a chance to listen to properly yet. I keep starting and then realising that I need to um, have the time to sit and pay attention to them. Um, but in the meantime, before I've listened to them properly and we can chat about that, um, I thought I would read you fireworks um, by way of an apology for keeping it from you. And so you have some kind of access to the story before, to the chapter before um, I managed to get it back to you. So here it is. Fireworks. Is it your glasses? said Yona without looking up from her work. After a while, she said, have you looked in all your pockets? The last place I saw them was in the bathroom. Mary said nothing. Her steps went from the studio to the library and back again, to the bedroom, to the front hall. Tell me what you're looking for. Oh, some papers, a letter. It's not important. Yona stood up, went into the library and looked under the table. There lay several sheets of blue paper covered with writing. She writes on both sides and doesn't number her pages, Mary explained. Do you have time to talk? No, said Yona am amiably. Mary gathered up the papers. Okay, what does she want? Yona went on. A brief summary. She wants to know what's the meaning of life, Mary said. And she's in a hurry, she says. Yona sat down and waited. She thinks I have life experience, like you're supposed to have when you're old. What should I say? Well, how old is she herself, this person? She's not old, barely 50. Poor Mary, said Yona. Say you don't know. I can't. And I can't say work is the most important thing because she doesn't like her job. What's her name? Linnea. How about simply love? Won't do. She's completely alone. No one loves her. And there's no one she cares about. No one to take care of. Not that I know of. Does she read? Is she interested in world events? I don't think so. Now you're going to ask if she has a hobby, but she doesn't, and she's not religious. This happens all the time, said Yona, again and again. Now, once and for all, try to write down the meaning of life, and then take a photocopy so you can use it again next time. I'm sorry, but I'm afraid you're going to have to deal with your Linnea by yourself. Oh, that's just wonderful, Mary exclaimed. Thank you very much. It's all very well and good for you. What do you care about the meaning of life? You don't have to explain it and don't get hard letters from people you've never met and of course won't ever have to meet. And you've got someone else to compose your thank you letters and sympathy notes and politely decline all the invitations you don't care for. Marvellous. Yona stood with her back to Mary, looking out the window. Of course, you're right. But come here a minute. The har harbour is lovely in the fog. The harbour really was lovely. Black channels cut through the ice all the way to the distant quays where the big ships lay barely visible. So terribly lonely, Mary said. But Yona, try to help me here. Could I write to her about experiencing very simple things? Like what? Well, for example, that spring is coming. Or just buying pretty fruit and arranging it in a bowl or a great stately thunderstorm moving closer. 
I don't believe your Linnea likes thunderstorms, Yona said. And at that instant, a sky rocket rose silently into the air, far off across the harbour. The winter sky began to burst with repeated explosions of colour that paused for a few seconds in their beauty before sinking slowly, giving way to new multicoloured roses. A lavish splendour repeated again and again, softened by the fog, and for that reason, more mysterious. Yona said, I'll bet it's some foreign cruise ship entertaining its passengers. My, they're far away. Now a white one. That's really the prettiest because it makes the harbour look so black. They waited, but nothing more happened. I think I'll go and work a little more, Yona said. Don't look so worried. Maybe your Linnea saw the same fireworks and it cheered her up. <laughs> Not her. She looks out on a dismal courtyard because her neighbour got the whole view of the harbour. Neighbour? Yes, a woman who just goes on and on about what she should do and what she should wear and what food she should buy and how to file her taxes and so on. Really? said Yona. Remarkable. It seems to me there's a lot of affection in all that. I begin to suspect that maybe your poor Linnea did get a look at the fireworks after all and that she's getting along just fine. Write to her now and get it out the way. Mary, just sat, Mary sat down and wrote. When she was done, she went into the studio and asked if she could read it aloud. I'd rather you didn't, Yona said. Your juice is on the spice shelf and take the torch. The light's out in the attic. Are you going to the post office tomorrow? Yes. Do you want me to pick up your parcels? I'll get them later. They're too heavy. But could you pick up some tomatoes and cheese and detergent on the way home? And mustard. I made a list. And put on something warm. They're saying it will be down to 10 degrees tomorrow. Now don't lose the list and be careful on the street. It's going to be really icy. Yes, 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 Mary said. I know, I know. On her way across the attic, Mary stopped as usual and gazed out across the harbour. She thought absent-mindedly of Linnea, who knew nothing of love. So there's fireworks for you, Amy. Um, so you won't have to miss it quite so much. Let me know if there are any other chapters you want and um, I'll try and get your actual book back sometime soon and hope to see you soon.